In the parsha here, the Torah tells us that when Yeshua was going to take the Jews across the Yarden, they're supposed to take 12 stones and they're supposed to set them up in uh, Gilgal and they're supposed to write the entire Torah on the stones in 70 languages so that the nations of the world could come and learn from those stones what the Torah is about. Then the Torah says, Those stones, according to the Gemara, the Pshat of the Pasuk is that after writing the text, Yeshua is supposed to paint over the text with sit, with plaster, to cover up the text. The question is, how are the nations then going to learn from the text if it's covered with the plaster? The answer is, as the, the Gemara, Kiplu, they, they peeled off the, the, the plaster when the nations sent the delegations to study the Jewish Torah to find out what the Jews were about they peeled off the, the plaster first and they were able to study according to their language because it was written in all 70 languages so the question <coughs> the Mephoshim ask how could Yeshua paint with plaster over the text of the Torah if the Torah has Hashem's name multiple times covering with plaster doesn't that constitute erasing Hashem's name now we know we're not allowed to erase Hashem's name so in a Sefer Torah for example if you scratch off the name of Hashem, the ink from the parchment, that's considered erasing Hashem's name and, and you're in violation of a, of a mitzvah leisasa but when somebody covered with plaster, you're not technically not erasing the name, it's just that the plaster is covering over it what if somebody put a cloth over the text of the Torah? Of course, we wouldn't consider that erasing, because the cloth is just covering on it. The text is still there. But in the case of plaster, it's different, because you're plastering, it sticks to the letters. So even if you peel it off afterwards, <coughs> and you can read it again, but while it's stuck to the text, it may be considered erasing because technically it's stucking, sticking to the parchment and you can't read the text. So is it really considered erasing? Now, the Bala law in Panam Yafas in this week's parasha says that actually there's really no issue with erasing Hashem's name here in the case of Yeshua with the stones because Yeshua only wrote the Torah in 70 languages. 70 languages, he says, does not include Hebrew. But we know from Chazal, all over the place, they say that there are 70 languages, right? Classically, historically, there were 70 main languages in the world. It does not include Hebrew. Hebrew is actually the 71st language. So when Moshe Rabbeinu wrote in Beshivim Lashen, 70 languages, it means all languages except for Hebrew. And it says in Shach and Yeredea that erasing Hashem's name in a foreign language is okay. It's not a problem. So therefore, it's not an issue. Even if putting plaster on the text, on Hashem's name, would can be considered uh, erasing. But here in our case, in the case of Yeshua, it's not a problem. Because it's in a foreign language. But the, the Chibinerov brings already from Targum Yenis Menazil here in this Pasuk. Bayer he says clearly that they translated it into Hebrew and in other languages. So according to that, the question remains is putting plaster over the text 
considered erasing Hashem's name or not? Now that question is also addressed by Rabbi Kiva Eger in a tshuva. Rabbi Kiva brings from a sefer Livia Schein, who was a grandson of the Bach, and he dealt with a shaila in a shul. Uh, they were opening a sefer on Shabbos. They were reading, and they noticed that one of the letters had wax that dripped from a candle before Shabbos. Nobody noticed it <coughs> before Shabbos, and the wax dripped and covered an entire letter. So when the Balkari came to that spot, there was a letter covered. Do you have to close the Sefer Torah? Is the Sefer Torah considered a Sefer Torah which is missing a letter? Is that letter considered erased? Technically, if you can peel off the wax, the letter would be there. But right now, it's stuck to the letter. Furthermore, on Shabbos, not a lot to peel it off. It's forbidden. So the question is, do you have to put away the Sefer Torah and bring another Sefer Torah out? And the Livia Sein brings a raya from this Gemara, from Yeshua Benun. Look, Yeshua Benun put plaster on the entire text of the Torah, which included multiple names of Hashem, and it's not considered erasing. So therefore, the fact that there's a drop, or there's some wax that dripped on a letter in the Sefer Torah, does not consider the Sefer Torah as missing a letter. The letter is still there, it's just covered up. The fact that it's stuck to the letter doesn't mean that the letter is not there. But then the Livia Schein says, maybe he argues like the Panam office. Maybe it's not a proof from Yeshua Benun that if something is stuck to a letter, it's as if it's erased. Because there by Yeshua, it was in other languages. He, he again debates the same question. Maybe Hebrew was not the language used by Yeshua Benun when he wrote the Torah on those stones. But then Rebbe Kiva Ege brings an uh, interesting shaila in the Sefer Pony Meiris from the great Gorn Remeir Eisenstadt, time of the Baal Shem Tov. He was asked a question by a community. They had a shul where on the walls of the shul there were psukim uh, from the Torah all over the walls to decorate the walls with interesting psukim. Some of those psukim had the names of Hashem in it. Then the shul decided to uh, paint with plaster over it and do uh, and create new art decorations on the walls they wanted to change the, the decorations on the wall so they were going to paint over the uh, original text the psukim and they were going to write and paint other stuff on it the question was are they allowed to paint over the name of Hashem is that considered erasing erasing Hashem's name and uh, the Pane Meiris brings an interesting halach in Shulchan Aruch. There's a halach in Shulchan Aruch in Simelamet Beis. You know that the halach is that a Sefer Torah can only have black ink. There's a certain ink that uh, is kosher of a Sefer Torah. But if it's, let's say, gold, gold color ink is not kosher of a Sefer Torah. What if somebody uh, has a kosher Sefer Torah with black ink and decides to go over one of the words of the Sefer Torah with gold ink on top of the black. So now the black ink is hidden by the gold ink that's on top of it. So the word is there, but the word is now in gold instead of black. The black is there underneath. Is that considered as if the black ink is not there? The halacha is 
that you, you should peel off the gold and then and uncover the, the black ink underneath and then it's kosher. Says the Shekhanor, what if somebody does it with a Shem Hashem? He went over the name of Hashem, which was, which was originally in black ink. On top of it, he writes and traces the name of Hashem in gold. Now the gold ink is covering the black ink of the name of Hashem. He says, here we can't fix the Sefer Torah. To take off the gold in order to uncover the black because the, the Sefer Torah has to be written in black ink. You can't do that because by removing the gold, you're erasing Hashem's name that's written in gold. Now erase Hashem's name in any color. So on the one hand, the Sefer Torah cannot be read the way it is because it has to be black ink. The black ink is to be visible. Removing the gold ink would be removing Hashem's name. That's a violation in itself. So you're stuck. The Sefer Torah has to be put away. You can't use it. You see from here that when something is painted over something else, it's as if that something else is not there. It's considered erased. The fact that you put gold on top of the black is considered as if the black is not there. The Sefer Torah is missing a word and therefore it's not kosher. Says the Panamir is, but what about Yeshua? We see by Yeshua that Yeshua was able to paint over the text of the Torah and over Hashem's name. And there wasn't a problem of erasing Hashem's name. He says, there is different. He says, in the case of the plaster with Yeshua, you can easily remove the plaster in a clean way where the plaster would be removed and the, and the writing underneath would be not, would be uncompromised. But in the case of the gold that you put ink, gold, ink in gold on top of the ink in black, it's almost impossible to peel off the gold without peeling off some of the black ink underneath. So since some of the black ink is going to have to come up, that means it's really stuck to the ink. In that case, where the, where the gold sticks so strongly to the black ink underneath that by removing the gold, you would inevitably remove some of the black, that type of covering does make the text underneath as if it's not there and as if it's erased. So this is the sheet of the Panameiris that in the case of Yeshua, even if he covered it up with plaster, covered the text in Hebrew, it's not considered erased because you can easily peel it off. It's like a cover that you take off the cover and it's, it's fine because the text is still there. But in the case where you put gold ink on top of black ink, removing the gold would remove some of the black. That kind of covering makes the text underneath as if it's not there. It says in the case of the shoal, it would be the same thing. If they were to paint over the old text, which had Hashem's name on it, if they were to remove that paint or that plaster, which they would put, they would put on top of the text, it would inevitably ruin the writing underneath. So therefore that would be considered as if they erased it and they're not allowed to do it. And he passed that the shul is not allowed to paint over the psukim that had Hashem's name in it. That's the psak of the Panamiris. Come to Rebbe Kiveig and ask a phenomenal question. And leaves it with a question. If the Panamiris is indeed correct, that when you have gold ink on top of black ink, because it's stuck so hard to the lower ink, to the black ink, the gold is stuck so intensely to the black ink that removing the gold would remove some of the black, then the question becomes why, in the case, in that same Sif and Shulchan Aruch, 
as we learned earlier, if it's not a shame name of Hashem, if somebody were to trace in gold ink another word in the Torah, which is not Hashem's name, then the Allah says you can peel off the gold and then uncover, expose the black ink. The question is, why would that be kosher? If covering with gold ink on top of black ink makes the text underneath the black ink as if it's not there, as if it's erased, then the question becomes, why is it if I cover another word in the Torah with gold ink, you can remove the gold ink. If it's not there, then by uncovering the gold ink, it's as if the text reappeared, the new text. Because while it was covered with the gold, you say that it's considered as if it's erased. So by removing the gold, as if it's written anew. It's a new writing now. But how was it written? You didn't sit down and write the name of Hashem again. It was written automatically by removing the gold. That is a psul in a Sefer Torah. Chok Torah. means that if you, if somebody were to write a Sefer Torah without writing the words directly, but removing some black ink on the side until the words emerge. For example, somebody has a page that's covered entirely with black ink. And instead of writing letters, he, he scratches off the excess ink all over the page until he only leaves the ink in the shape of letters, of words, words of the Torah. Those words are not considered written, and they're not kosher for Sefer Torah. Because to write as a kosher Sefer Torah, you have to write it. You have to proactively write the letters. You can't just scratch off ink where the letters would emerge by themselves. This is exactly what happens here. If the Panamiris is correct, the while the gold ink is on top of the letters, covering the black, it's as if it's erased. Because here the gold sticks all the way to the black ink that when you remove the gold it will scratch off the, the black as well. Some of the black. So if that's the case, then why does the Allah say that if you remove the gold, it's kosher? Not in, the, in, in the other words, not the name of Hashem. If you remove the gold, then it's as if it's now a new writing, because it was erased till now. If it's a new writing, but the new writing didn't happen by by the by the person writing it, it happened automatically. It's like Chok